3: well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: Talk Recorded? Recorded live. live. Boy, I tell you, I love that little intro. That's just so nice. <laughs> it's so dandy. You know, I, I love to just throw my... Could, one of these, i actually put one of my musical tracks behind that. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, geeky, get Oh, all you... Fabulous people over forty who decided to tune into this podcast. Thank you so much. We have gotten such a response from the geeking over forty crowd out there. Um, you know that you know the, all my old school brothers and sisters who uh, you know who, who who have handled an eight track. You know who who like a uh, bison and and uh, collect collect uh, wonderful items of old. Man, you know, thanks to guys so much. You showed us so much love. We are back for another amazing podcast. But I'm gonna tell you the best thing about this podcast are the other other brains and the experience that's on the on this panel, ladies and gentlemen. Today uh, we have on the panel Geek Soul Brother. What's going on, Soul Brother?
3: Hey, man, I'm just uh, I'm just glad to be here. to Share some uh, wisdom from the old school, from the '70s and '80s. You know what I'm saying?
2: Dude, yeah, thank you so much. And yo, if you could next time, could you please not park your spacecraft on the lawn? I really appreciate it if you wouldn't park that big thing on the lawn next time. But, I know,
3: you know I didn't just, see I did I didn't see a good parking space, man. Your lawn's so big.
0: You know. Uh, so know. many I- acres. So, so many acres,
2: the multitude of the multitude. I know. Thank you so much. Hey, I'm just, uh, I'm just glad you landed long enough to talk to us, man. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, we do have JD. What's going on, JD? How you doing?
1: I'm good. I'm good. Not too much. You know, I still haven't gotten my jewel covered laser saber from Soul Brother yet. What else with that? <laughs> <laughs> There's, there's supposed to be a light lightsaber with jewels on it and everything, but no, nothing from
0: Ge- no Cobra. Oh, I'll, I'll send you a
3: photograph. Here. Okay.
0: <laughs> 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 so, uh, so, all right, and uh,
2: JD, if you wanna, if you wanna wait, you can either do it now. Or you wait till later. You said you were gonna give us your your rendition of Moulin Rouge, uh, 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 <laughs> Lady Marmalade. What? Is that you gonna do that now or later? I'm I'm just trying oh, to
0: we'll wait till later. We'll wait, wait
2: till later? Okay, we'll we we'll end the show with that.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: because <laughs> I have a feeling I'm about to go deeper. So we might need something to bring us up. So uh ladies and gentlemen, we also have on the line Bison for life. Bison so thanks so much for joining us, brother. How you doing today?
4: I'm well I'm that guy who grew up where you got he got the cracker jacks, he threw out the cracker jacks to get the toy or they used to have a Jackson 545 on the back of the cereal box back in the day. You would cut it out and play it. I'm that guy. I, and, this, and don't grow up to become me. But I'm
0: good. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's like, yeah, whatever you do, don't don't be me.
2: <laughs> That's okay, Bison. I, I I you know we we think you're pretty. Oh, uh, we think you're pretty doggone amazing. So I I'm I'm just glad. Uh, we also have another caller that's going to be joining us in a little bit, uh, and I'll introduce uh, him when he gets here. Uh, but let me tell you guys what we've got on tap for you today. We've got a really great show because we've got some topics that we we really need to talk about. Um, uh, Soul Brother, did you see Spectre too?
3: I did see uh, Spectre, okay. yeah. All
2: right, so we're going to be doing – so uh, JD and, and Soul Brother and I will be doing a review of Spectre, uh, and then we're going to talk a little bit about the Bond legacy because i got to ask – I want to ask this group that, that all-important question about the next bond, but I'm going to save that for the middle of the show. And then uh, lastly, I, w- I really want to have a conversation about uh, this, new, uh, this upcoming movie, uh, which is yet again another whitewashing of, of, uh, of history, uh, especially of African history, uh, called Gods of Egypt. Because uh, yet again, I had to I had to pull out my my old hashtag, having none of this. Uh, I, I'm having none of this. Not on my watch. I, I, was, I think so may remember I went into an all day tirade last year over Exodus. Every hour I was tweeting out against that movie when it released. <laughs> uh, so you know, I, I mean, I don't know. I may have to pull out a picket sign this year because this is if they this this just ridiculous. But anyway, I, I we'll, we'll get to that in, in just a minute. So. Uh let's get started with uh the review of Spectre, the latest edition the James Bond movies. Uh also uh, what appears very obviously. They made it very clear in the movie that Daniel, Daniel Craig's last movie. He's like, Peace, I got the chick out of the car I'm out. So <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> okay, so I need to tell y'all, I need to tell you right now, I, I've got I've got the king of spoilers on. So I don't think there's really a way we're going to talk about this movie and not spoil it. If you haven't seen it, it's been out almost two weeks now. So we're just going to go ahead and talk about this movie. So if you haven't you haven't seen the movie, you may want to fast forward ahead about 20 minutes because we're going to talk about this thing open and honest. We're going to spoil it. So uh, I think I've documented how I feel about this movie. I'm going to let my guests talk about it first. Uh, so, brother, I'm going to let you go first and then J.D., so so brother, what was uh, what was your feeling, your impression of uh of the new Bond movie Spectre?
3: Well I'll I'll being the king of spoilers, I'll hold back. That's a whole I didn't
0: know you knew such a thing. Uh,
3: I'm shaking. I'm shaking, but I'll hold back. Um this Shane Bond film was good. Uh I, I actually liked it better than the last one, better than Skyfall. Skyfall was very dramatic and there were some beautiful scenes in it that um that mendes had caught with uh, uh Javier Bardem, Bardem uh, uh what's his name Javier Bar, Bardem whatever his name is there were some great scenes in skyfall but it it felt so much like it felt so much not like a usual Bond film that you know I wasn't I was okay with it. This one went back to some of the earlier days of Bond. Unfortunately, it didn't capture that special something that a lot of Bond films had. And um I know they tried to capture some of the magic, but it just didn't go there. And and I think the reason was the villain wasn't hitting hard enough. Bond didn't seem like he had he didn't seem like he was in trouble, you know. He he, he didn't seem like he was uh, being threatened enough, you know. Like he like he was in a jinx, and somehow he was going to get out of it. It was very predictable too. It, it was a little predictable, which I I remember you saying, Barbara. So
0: yeah, you
3: know, it was okay. It was okay. It just wasn't. It didn't blow me away at all.
2: Okay. It could, okay. Blow, blow you away, especially when considering ev- evidently. I'm surprised that no one made a big deal about this, but there's a report that it had one of the largest explosions of any movie ever, and it I had. A big...
3: Yeah, Go but what? But, but but what blew up? That's the question. Like, right. What? Blew... <laughs> right. And, <laughs> and, and, that
2: was, and that was my thing because, and that's what really ticked me off. Is like typically in a Bond film, yes, stuff always blows up. But typically it blows up for a clear and present reason. We see right. the countdown clock. We see the deck cord. We, we know the this, the that. We see the, sh- right. the ships about to run into each other or the tank or whatever the heck it is. He shot one freaking gas valve,
0: and the yeah. whole damn thing went up. I was like, what was that?
2: whole what?
3: thing went up. <laughs> and what was it?
0: I mean, poor, poor
2: Verizon call center. For being destroyed like that, <laughs>
3: I,
0: I, exactly. I'm, I'm
2: like, what? I, okay, so that was one of my main issues with that movie. But I'm gonna get to that. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna line out a couple of them here in a second. JD, did you? You seem to have a very positive outlook on this. Book. I did.
0: What I
2: heard to you guys? <laughs> oh, around. I'm about to. No, I'm gonna crush your dreams in a second. <laughs> I'm, I'm about to crush them. <laughs> Dream
1: Crusher. Got it. Okay.
2: Dream
0: Crusher.
1: <laughs> so, I like, I did. I enjoyed Spectre. I love that they did Day of the Dead at the beginning um, yeah. in Mexico. Yeah. I love that. I love that they actually showed the true culture of it and not, you know, kind of what happened. They actually went to Mexico during uh, Day of the Dead and actually filmed a lot of it. I know that because I've, I've been following the filming of the movie for a very long time. So I know they actually did go to Mexico for the day at the do it last year, but yeah. And it was awesome. So I love that part. I I, I love the you know what? I do love all the explosions and everything else. Yeah, the building at the bat end a bit much, but at the same time, the building had to go. Kind of ugly. <laughs> mm. <laughs> it needed to go. In. But still, yes, that was a bit much. I enjoyed the film because I liked the pacing. I thought it went well, for once. Uh, Most of the Bond films, I find, kind of jump around a bit. And the dialogue doesn't seem to always go with the section they're in at the time. It's a quick couple of words, and then, boom, they're off to another uh, place, time, whatever. And I found that with Casino, I found that with Skyfall, and this one actually seemed the timing and the lines and everything went better. So it was a smoother transition from one scene to another.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I, and I like the dialogue. I know a lot of people were like, well, yeah, he didn't need to talk that much. <laughs> Which was fine for others. But for me, I actually enjoyed it. Um, uh, I, my, my biggest complaint was uh, Belushi that they didn't use her enough. I was mm. just so disappointed. I love this actress. I think she's awesome. And to use her so little was a crime. Yeah. Uh, and the, again, the uh, the evil uh, villain in the show. He, come on, he he's done inglorious bastards. He's won awards for the the stuff he's done. He, and, and the way he does it, the way he pulls off a villain, and he can pull off a villain very well, very timely, very smooth and sinister at the same time, he wasn't sinister. You know, he's kind of, eh, mean. Yeah. You know, I wanted sinister. I wanted, I wanted you know, the depths of evil to come out at this point. Yeah. If this was going to be this kind of film, you we're calling it Spectre, he has to be pretty damn bad. And it was like, eh, it's kind of okay. Yeah.
0: And, and so, yeah.
2: And you're so right about that. I mean, we've seen, I think his name is Christoph Waltz. Yeah. I mean, we've seen him play some truly evil, I mean, we've seen him just embody characters so well. What a waste. I mean, and that that was one thing that really ticked me off, is that here you have this really, really huge, sinister, international crime syndicate, and they made him – I mean, honestly, <sighs> Samuel's character in <laughs> in, in um, Kingsman.
1: Dangle and Chains?
2: No, in Kingsman. He oh. was more evil. I mean, yeah. you know, he was a stronger, more evil character than this guy. And, and just the way they ended with such a whimper on him, how do you take that? I mean, granted, some of the Bond characters in the past have kind of had that, but if you think of characters like Scaramanga,
0: I mean, he was a bad dude, he
2: did oh bad air stuff. manga, yeah, you know what I mean? he did that something, so I mean, I mean, I don't understand with all the other throwbacks that they gave to other Bond movies, why couldn't they make him just like ooze more evil, and he was like he was like, um the Mandarin, what they did to the Mandarin in in Iron Man three, which I don't like to talk about, yeah, uh, <laughs> A little, um, little nauseous, little nauseous. But that movie that I like so much, <laughs> yeah, that one. Uh it's just like, come on, man, why not make him big, bad, and evil? Um, and I just didn't like. It. You know, I, I I had a problem with that. You know, JD, I know you mentioned the pacing, and that's interesting you missed the pacing because I think that's one has been a really mixed bag for people. Because you're right, I I felt some of the pacing was a bit slow for me, and especially thinking back to like I think about um like. Like Octopussy, there was a lot of conversation with James in that in that film. But what happens is they typically did it in small pieces, and mm. and it worked. And I hear what you're saying; it, it was too slow for me, I, especially for a Bond flick. I know what I'm used to, um, but that just that just I just wasn't feeling that. But I, my biggest issue with this movie, and I mentioned it to uh, those who were on the call previously. My biggest issue with this movie was that he was playing the creepy old guy,
0: and it, it, <laughs> it
2: was I was very uncomfortable. And, and granted, we know that James, the traditional Bond character, will seduce just about anyone anytime. Yeah. But like, I just I don't know why. Morally, I just I'm like, dude, she just came from her husband's wedding. I mean, and I understand she kind of made the disconnection with him. All right, but
0: you know. okay you funeral.
2: Like, funeral. She's like just and then you are gonna go hook up with your arch enemy's daughter who you're supposed to protect? I'm sorry. That just has that about written all over it. Yes, she's a grown woman, yes, she's a doctor, she can make her own choices. You promised her dying father who shot himself with your gun that
0: you were gonna protect her, and then you end up and then how's she gonna turn around?
2: James, I love you.
0: Oh, you do love him? You yeah, that's a that's you. a yeah. That was hard.
3: That was so bad.
0: I mean, I I don't know
3: with the with the whole issue with the you know James Bond and the ladies and stuff. I, hey, little Bob Rob. He he was there to protect the daughter, and uh, you know, he, in order to do that, he really has to get to know her. And what's the best way to get to know her is obviously to. Uh, <laughs> no
2: yeah I I, I,
1: I I must admit that I thought honestly that he was going to actually hook up with Belushi. that's what I thought was the the point of the when we heard about the Bond film and that she yeah. was in it. that's who I originally thought was supposed to be his love interest through this movie. You, you
3: you you thought Belushi was going to be the bond woman the
1: bond girl the, one yeah, that the bond he, girl he is in there with the whole time. I yeah. didn't realize it was going to be, what's her face? And I thought, oh. <laughs> yeah. You
3: know what would have been nice if she, if she actually tried to, if they put a twist with her character, at least that would have been interesting. If she was kind of using him and kind of turned the tables, and then you see, like, wow, she was married to a evil, you know, specter dude, but she's just as conniving. She's just as evil and stuff. You know, she tried to tried not to like mess him up. Like you Cino know,
1: Royale, that you, you, you know, there were so many twists to the female characters.
0: Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, not in this. No. <laughs> no. no, no, no so, not yeah, in this. There
1: was no twists to these characters.
0: There was and no. that's,
1: that's the big thing that was different about this film compared to all the other Bond films I've seen. No yeah. twists to the character. Except for... Um, uh salt the solace one quantum solace mm. where there was no twist to the female characters there really either a yeah. bit but not as much uh
3: and that and that's one thing that bond's known for is that some character is going to turn the tables on you and then maybe turn
2: the tables again
1: yeah you and know point,
2: either against it, you it, or towards you. right and you know i thought well it was also interesting that you know when you talk about the twist. I think that it was interesting that as he, you know, he's, when he was sitting there talking to her, talking about the gun, and he found out that she actually had weapons combat training, I was like, oh, snap, this is going to be great. They're going to play right. off of this. You know, they have created, they, they basically set the table and just didn't serve the dinner. I was like, right. why? that was <laughs> weird. Right. I mean, why, why do you say that she's obviously been trained by an assassin, dad, passed what? down the family business, and then you just do absolutely nothing
1: with it? Oh, yeah. like, what? So, so JD's like I dislike guns, and I'm thinking, uh-huh, yeah, uh huh, yeah. Because you shot somebody when you were young,
2: didn't you? Didn't you? Boy, yeah. boyfriend stood you up for dinner, didn't you? <laughs> shot in the kneecap, didn't you? You know, so, so, JD, so JD, you kind of see now why I was a little bit critical of this movie.
1: I, I do, and again, I, I I understand why everybody was a bit of, but I, it still doesn't matter because I still enjoyed the film. It was beautifully filmed. Oh. I like the pacing. I still love Daniel Craig, no matter what. I I think he was the best thing that happened to the Bond film. It, since,
0: it,
1: yeah, since, you know,
0: Sean's. Oh,
1: you
2: know, I'm sorry, go ahead, J.D.
1: Oh, I was going to say since Sean, because it really is hard to get people into the Bond film. You really need somebody that that you wouldn't expect to be a Bond to be a Bond.
2: Right, and and you know I think that I, first of all, regardless of the commentary, you know one thing you didn't hear me say, and I, I didn't hear anybody else saying, the acting I felt was good. Daniel Craig has okay. done a phenomenal job as Bond. I think that they took him in a different direction where they made him seem more human and more vulnerable. They kind of started that with um with the with Pierce Brosnan. I mean, you know when you saw him. They they started that whole trim with making Bond uh, less indestructible, um, and they really continued it. And Daniel Craig, I mean, definitely goes up on my list. It's just, you know, he just really, really executed very well. So, I mean, yeah. and, and the whole cast did. So it's not the, – the storytelling is not their fault. They came, to, they came to bear. Everyone played the roles the way that they were asked to play the roles. But yeah. I feel that it definitely could have been written a little bit better. So let me yeah. – uh let me talk let me change the change the topic a little bit. It's still staying on the whole bond piece. Um so I guess the question and since since Bison sat out that first round, I'm gonna bring Bison in here first. Um Bison, there's been a lot of talk about Idris being the next <laughs> i just being the next bond. Uh, I'm not completely sold on the idea. Well. Um I, I, look, look, look. I just said I'm not completely sold. I, can he play the role? I think he'd play a, a pretty good role. But I, with with what they've created with Daniel Craig and, you know, they seem to going with this more emotional, more vulnerable bond, I don't know if he's the person I want to see continue the legacy. Um, and I know that's against popular, but that's just my personal opinion on it. So I, you know, respect, respect. Um, but, Bison, do you think that the next iteration of bond, let's say the, the next one or the one following is going to be a black bond. I'm going to say something very controversial. Wait, well, That's nothing new. <laughs> that's, one, that's one of the things you bring to the table, brother. Bring it.
4: And I'm going to say something that um, may irk a lot of people, but sometimes we as Americans, we we have blinders on when it comes to black people in other nations. When we find one person, they become the de facto representative of all people. What I mean by that is um, Idris Elbert is a fantastic actor, but he's not the only black British actor out there. But because we only narrowly focus on that one, we think it should become, he should be that person. But to answer your question, no. I don't think he would do it. And I don't think he, they're, never, they're never going to cast a black bond. Because it's just, and, and I can go into that if you want, but I, I, I'll defer to that. I just think that his career may just go in other directions. They're never going to look at a black James Bond. It's not going to happen. It's just, it's not going to happen. I have friends in the UK. The aesthetic is so different. It's like having a black Doctor Who. It's never going to happen. Mm-hmm. Well, they're
1: talking to a black Doctor Who. <laughs> they are they're talking black doctor who don't uh, put that out there <laughs> i'm hoping uh, for the black doctor who
4: well i hear a lot of talking but i'm a results oriented person <laughs> i mean, I, I always thought the um i forgot his name i have to probably do a quick search when you switch to other person he was in quantum of, I, I think he was like the he was m's number two or something um so uh, black um British gentleman, I thought he, I think he will make a a better Bond if they have to go Bond, they have to go younger. Idris is pushing his mid forties; he's about the same age as Craig. Yeah. But but if he let's just say he signs on for the next movie, I mean he'll be closer to fifty than forty, so that will probably age him out if they do a franchise. So that that's why I don't think Idris Elba is going to be the next James Bond. I just think they're going to have to go. Younger. They're going to have to go to mid to late 30s if the next person is going to, they're going to sign him for, like, four, three or four films. You're talking, what, at least eight to 10 to 12 years time, and they don't want the next Bond to be. They don't want him to age out too much. So that's that's my reason for
2: that. Completely understood. And, and hey, I think we all have opinions. I, I want to get J.D.'s opinion. What do you think, J.D.?
0: I
1: honestly think uh, Idris would make a, a great bond. I do think he has the emotional um, aptitude to do it because he's done. Oh, and I, and now that I'm trying to think of the show that he's on in, in the States, like uh, in uh, the UK, I can't think of it. Luther. Pardon? Luther. Thank you. So, because I, and I saw the whole, (laughs) I've seen all the seasons, so why it left me at that very second, I don't know why. But I love him in that, and he shows emotional range. So I know he can do it. Can he be classy enough to be black? Yes. Do I think the world is ready for a black blonde? Actually, yeah. Because if you notice, more commercials, more TV shows, more movies are showing black actors. It might not be a ton, but they're showing more black actors. And they're showing more black actors in lead roles instead of just supporting roles. And we're talking slight supporting roles instead of major supporting roles. So it's nice to see that this is happening. And I think Bond, and I think the, the group behind Bond, uh, whether it's directors, writers, everything, uh, the franchise itself is willing to go that route. Because they like controversy, they like pushing the envelope, they like making the changes that need to be made. Because nobody, nobody wanted Daniel Craig. I was all for Daniel Craig being Bond. I saw the reviews from the British. No, no, don't do Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig would be awful. I'm thinking he is Cake. Have you seen Cake? He is awesome. You have to see his movies before. Yeah, Layer, layer I didn't Cake. To know how well he did. You were saying?
3: Layer Cake was uh was really good. That That's where yeah. I first saw him.
1: Yeah, Cake was, uh, sorry, Cake was Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, Slayer Cake was, Oh, uh, oh.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Wow, he really loves Cake.
1: Yeah, I do. <laughs> Just a word. But again, he, he did all these films before Bond and does an amazing job of it. He's done films since Bond, but you don't get to hear about them because he's so wrapped up with Bond at the moment. But when he started, nobody wanted him. They were giving everybody else's name. When uh, we wanted Pierce Bronson finally got the Bond franchise, they said he was too old. They wanted him way back when when he was younger, but of course he couldn't get out of his film, uh, his TV roles at the time. So I don't think age always matters. Sean Connery was quite old when he was he Bond. So others. So it's not the age. I don't think it's about age. I think it's about attitude. And I also think it's about the franchise pushing the boundaries of what they can. And they will. And I'm betting, I'll put it out the bet, I'll bet that there will be a next, the bond, the bond next will be black. I'm not sure it's going to be interest. I'd love it to be interest, but I, I don't know if it will be. Uh, that other gentleman from Serenity, the Firefly movie. The, yeah. He takes uh, that. Black actor from that. I'd love to see him as
0: well. Chew Chewy with for
1: Thank you. <laughs> I can never say Chewy. So I'd love to see him. <laughs> Do too. not
0: call him Chewy. He's not point. Chewy. <laughs> oh
2: my gosh.
0: He should that damn name. <laughs> he is. He
3: is not a walking carpet.
0: <laughs> oh
2: goodness. Yeah, I think I think Chewy's already taken. So, yeah, we can't – I think we're going to have to adapt to that one because he's showing up in a whole lot of stuff. So, choose from ever four.
1: But it took him – again, it took him a while, too, to start showing up in things. I mean, again, he has done a lot of movies, but it's in his later years that he's getting to do a lot more. Now, remember, black actors compared to white actors – I'm sorry, black actors still look young, younger than 40, when they're in their 40s. They look 30 and twenty.
3: It don't crack
0: So,
1: black actor goes on film. He doesn't have the, uh, and I, and I don't mean any disrespect to anybody else, but they're not showing lines and wrinkles and everything else. And if they keep their hair colored, you do not know what age they are.
0: Mm.
1: You know, I, I, I'll leave and I'll even throw out somebody like uh, Morgan Freeman. I will. The man is almost eighty. Does he look almost eighty? No, especially when he colors his hair. You can't tell what age he is.
0: That's true. So it's, it's, <laughs> it's a, a little of younger.
1: Of, yeah, it's it's a matter of attitude. So there are a ton of black actors that are are in their mid forties now, really doing well, playing at, playing parts early 30s because they look that age on film. I, so and I, I think interest is no different.
0: I, I, I know they wouldn't shoot. Should play, play another one. one.
1: I'm sorry, oh, you think Idris
0: should play a
2: villain? Yeah,
3: he'd also go do a band film. Oh yeah. I'd wait for him to play a villain. He's going to be a villain in Star Trek, so i I'm going just for that, just for <laughs> that alone. yeah um I would also I know they would never pick him, probably, but I would love to see watching call him, that plays Morgan on Walking Dead. I would love to see him in a Bond film. And possibly be a villain. I think he would be an awesome
2: villain. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. That would be a, that would be a very good look. He would be a really great, uh, you know. I, I mean, I have a feeling they're going to keep this Spectre thing going. The next film may not be Spectre, but the one after that, and you know, we go with the whole, you know, you cut the tentacles off, you got another. So I'll be interested to see. You know, that would be very interesting if we bring him in as another. Arm of ten, uh, another arm of Specter. Uh, yeah, that that would be really good. He would uh, be scary. I know that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. He can he de- definitely play the scary guy. Should me. I bring up the elephant in the room? uh Oh, the elephant. Drag the elephant out. Should I bring a, the elephant in the room?
3: Oh, I was I was wondering because he was sitting on my foot and I was going to say <laughs> something, but
4: okay. Well, let, 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 let's let's move the elephant. Okay, the year is two is two thousand. I'll just say eighteen. The new James Bond is black. Mm-hmm. Do you make all his Bond girls black, or do you mix it up? No. Do you think that's gonna play well. I mean, I'm just saying that no, to be facetious. Up. I'm saying that to be facetious. Yeah. But you know, how would that? You know, part of the Bond persona is what these ultimate ladies, man. Yeah. Uh there's still parts in this country and world that will have an issue with that.
2: I I you're you're right about that. Uh, but I think that number one, to stay true to the franchise. The franchise mixed it up, you know. Granted it, it took until the until much later in the franchise so they started to mix it up. Um but they definitely Holiday, have, et
1: cetera,
2: yeah. Yeah, there there've been a number of different <clears throat> just well not a number, there've been a, a handful of different bond girls of color. So you know, I think that they'll stay true to the to it. Yeah, regardless of how people look and feel, it's it's very obvious to me. Uh, you know, you look at the way television is right now. Uh, television is they're 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 mixing genders. <laughs> they're, they're you know they're they're mixing a lot of stuff right now. So I, I think you're right. Regardless of the very strong you know feelings that people have about about you know race mixing. I think if they stick with the trend, of uh, the generation that's paying the money to go see the movies are going to continue to pay that money. So I don't, I don't see that ever changing. Uh, that's just my opinion. But I, I do want to get the, um, the opinion of, of, I told you guys earlier, uh, our, our listeners out there that we did have uh, one more special guest that that we were going to have, and I'm, I'm, oh, I'm very honored if, uh, if, if I, if I could stand up in this room, I, I would. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to welcome to the show St. Clinton. Good day, brother. How are you?
5: Good day, all. I'm doing great. I hope everybody right here is doing great.
2: Oh, yeah, man. Everyone's here is doing great, yo. We got Soul Brother and Bison and J.D. on the line, Dan. Thanks so much. Thanks so much for calling in. Uh, did you want to get in on this conversation about the possibilities of a black bond?
5: Uh, yeah. Yeah. I I don't ever want to see a black bomb. I think black. Uh-oh. I think bombs should always always remain white. What I want to see is the black community or you know, somebody come up with a sort of a, you know, take shaft somewhere or super fly. You know, let's build on that. Let's build on you know not bomb a black bomb, but some something else. Uh, you know, some black superhero, uh super spy or whatever. You know, having a black bond, yeah, it, it it's a nice ideal. But from what reading the books and uh, uh watching documentaries by Ian Fleming and all, I always you know, to me he's always been a white character. You know, let's let's build a black bond.
2: Yeah, then you know that that's, that's a, I never I mean we've always talked about talked about original content and going new directions. You're right, build a new franchise around a uh, a shaft character. Build a new franchise. You could definitely do that. And you know, and, and as long as we get out to support it, as long as we stand behind it and and we economically support it, you know, it, it they'll they'll continue to do it. Uh I think you know, in all honesty, looking at how things are out there in the media, and you know, if we don't support it, it's going to fail, just like everyone, a lot of other shows and a lot of the movies have. But yeah, you're right. We could definitely build an entirely new character off of that. Um, I, it's just we we've got to just make sure that that we back it.
5: Uh, true. You no, know, and that's been part of our problem. You know we we'll, we'll, we easily go out and we back other things, other nationalities but not our own
2: right oh yeah right. That, that definitely been definitely been our I Achilles heel going going forward uh, if you guys don't mind I want to this is a good opportunity to, to segue into uh, the last section because I know that a lot of you all probably have feelings about uh, about this next subject and I, I want to talk about it uh, and I'm gonna let uh, I'm gonna start off with my with the fire starter uh, bison on this issue, so so w- what we have here is a, is somewhat of the next level. And okay, I, I usually as a host try to be very impartial. I'm not going to be very impartial today. I, I'm I'm just not because I can't because you're you're messing with my history, and 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 you're you're messing with with the history of 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 millions of people. And and I'm sorry, it, it's. Just not something I'm willing to sit back and tolerate. So basically, and let me let me break down in a summary. Lionsgate is releasing a film, or they're in, in production. The film is supposed to come out sometime next year. Uh, a film called Gods of Egypt. Now, if anybody remembers, let me let me slow down and say that again. The name of the movie is Gods of Egypt. Okay. Now, first of all, if anybody knows anything about the gods of Egypt, you'll know that most of them had the heads of animals. Okay. Secondly, if you know anything about if you've ever seen a colored hieroglyphic of the gods of Egypt, you will know that their bodies typically range within a color spectrum from a beige to black, with Anubis being black and horus and uh, Ra being different shades, depending on the depiction. But they were hue, hue, they had hue, (laughs)
0: <laughs>
2: they had different, they were, they, were, they, were, they were of color. And what we have in this film is basically a rehashing or the next level of insult um, after Exodus from last year, where they decided to take the uh, Egyptian kings and queens and pretty much completely whitewash them. And the only real dark-skinned, uh, brown-skinned brothers and sisters were thieves and guards. Uh, definitely <laughs> a tragedy last year. Um, it, it just it was wrong and it just shouldn't have happened. And you know this is one of those cases where I say you need a black friend to slap you and tell yeah. you you can't do this crap.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Even bigger. It, um, unfortunately, their black friends aren't real black friends. That's that's the problem. <laughs> <But>. <laughs> I don't
4: know what's worse, um, the miscasting you know, having Gerard Butler as the star. I think right there that dooms the movie probably more so than any hashtag um um backing I, but um believe it or not i'm not going to be so much a fire starter in this because white people in white hollywood is going to be white people in white hollywood this has been done since the days of the earliest, you know, and this is no different um but i gotta agree with st clinton i think you know, should we just start making our own or black-centered content? I think that's you know, I will not see it. I will not spend money to see it. But I will rather if there's a Kickstarter program that's of the opposite that will show the opposite, I will fund that. That's how I choose to fight my battles.
0: Yeah, and, and
4: because, that, you know, Hollywood's going to be Hollywood.
2: And that's true. And you. Know, you're absolutely right. They are. They're going to continue to do it. But I think that we still have to say, and granted, we did it with Exodus. Exodus does not do very well. You know, yeah, maybe the first week, but then after that it trailed off. Extremely, I don't even know if they made their budget. I'd I have to go back and look. Um, I want to ask Soul Brother, I mean, you, you you know, you are just, you're always talking about different movies. And I know I'm not asking you to read their minds, but this continues to happen over and over and over again. I mean, do you think they just they just don't care at this point? That that they're just ignorant at this point, or they're just systematically saying, you know, I need to make sure that even this mythology looks like me, because God forbid, how can it get, I dare you to make a movie about Zeus and Hera and Mercury and make them black? I dare you. I mean, you not make a Greek mythology movie and make them all black. It would never fly. And but yet you people can go and tamper with the gods of Egypt.
3: Um I mean Hollywood is continuing the uh the um you know just 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 trying to hold on to Egypt as being you know like like uh, 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 the ancestry of white people, you know, basically the ancestry of, and not, not, you know, they, they're they so afraid that they'll lose Egypt to the true history of it, which is, you, you, you know, it's Nubian ancestry. It's a uh, uh, Kush
0: ancestry.
3: And I don't know. I, I I don't think they forget. I think that they just, they just have to believe that, hey, you, well, in this case, Barbara, Rob, it's God's, right? I swore I read an article last year where they talked about some diversity or something like that, and whoever was talking, either was Proyas, the director, or maybe one of the producers, they were saying, they were questioning the diversity, and somebody had mentioned, like, well, it's God's. So there's no real, you know, there nobody knows what they look like. So they could be anybody. Well, if that's the case, right? The, the answer to that particular thing I read. Well, if that's the case, then why did you make them the default white? When you could have made them anything because they're gods, right?
0: hmm But the
3: it's not just Hollywood, but I I, th- I think. European culture wants to hold on to um, Egypt so badly and make it part of their history. Because world, world history is Egypt, Greek, Rome, Europe. That's, that's to, to to Europe, that's, and to America, to a lot of America, that's world history. Not the Asian history, not the African history, not even though Egypt's Africa, not the, not, not the, not the uh, uh, South American history. They just want to hold on to that line of history that, that that brings them to where they are today, you know, and they use it as this, you know, kind of this crutch to, to explain, like, where they're at now, you know. And I I don't know, man, because it's funny. Spike TV had their TV show, and they had more diversity in the first 10 minutes than Exodus, Gods of Egypt and uh and that show that I think I think we boycotted I think we raised such a fuss on Twitter that they cancelled the show. Hieroglyphs, you guys remember hieroglyphs? Mm-hmm. That that show didn't even come out. We we got it canceled before it came out, it was canceled. And um I don't know, I I, I think it's part money. I think it's part what what uh Ridley Scott said that me and Bison had talked about uh, uh, recently where he said, you know, if he puts a a, a person with the name, you know, Muhammad this or something that, you know, some uh, uh, quote-unquote foreign name, that's not going to help sales for the film. So they get Gerard Butler, which I agree with Bison. You know, that's a ridiculous choice. Now, I will say this, though. I'm sad because, I I think this film might have a chance of being pretty cool because Proyas Alex Proyas, who did Dark City and The Crow and you know some other interesting things, I I think he's an interesting director and it it, it it's sad that I'm not going to see this. Because, you know, it's sad, it, it's it's sad because it might be a pretty cool movie, but I'm it's like Bison said, you know, you know I I'm I'm not going to sit there and and Deal with with you throwing it in my face that you're just going to erase my culture, you know, or, right. or erase my identity in this in this magnificent culture that was Egypt. Yeah, I don't know, man. I I don't know. Hollywood Hollywood definitely is a, they're 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 full of lies and ignorance. You know, it's like they they pendulum between one and the other.
2: Yeah, I, I agree. So, Clinton, do you think you know looking at movies like this, looking at movies like Exodus, looking at um you know the various opportunities that mass media marketing has to uh tell the story but they choose to tell it tell their version of the story and and I know this is kind of a rhetorical question but I I you know I don't know what's in your head Clinton do you think that we should be upset or or should we just ignore this as as foolish noise
5: uh it, it's a little both uh I think some of it was, that's being put out is what they've learned, what they've been taught. It's the history that they know, so that's what they're going to go with. You know, it would be nice if the diversity came around you know, and they were to think in a diverse manner that you know some of these that these guys were brown and black and all others. Uh, it's just a uh, just what what they were taught. And it's just a continuation on what they were taught, what they were, th- and what they think.
0: Mm-hmm. And
5: it's it's up to us, not only within black culture, but for the entire world, to get people to understand, you know, that there is diversity here. You know, you know uh, the Greek gods, the Egyptian gods, and all the other gods. You know, there there are there are some of them who were. You know, in the beginning, who were black and brown, and you know, and white. You know, the the church here, the Christian church, for a long time, because of the Europeans. You know, you would go into the church, and you would you you would see white Jesus with blue eyes and uh, blonde hair. Sometimes referred to as the Norwegian Jesus. And it's it's just going to take time. We have to start, you know, get, getting into the heads of our kids and grandkids that you know, that there are gods out there and history out there, which is a diverse history. You know, we've had films in the past in which 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 were based on real stories. And the 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 character played by a white guy or a white person. Let's put it that way, the person of European ancestry. When in reality, it was a person of color. In the, in real life, you know, uh, you know I understand Hollywood. no, they're they're like anybody else trying to make money, and you know they. They're, they're looking at money dollar first, but uh it's when the youth of today and tomorrow learn that you know these gods were you know, camel had camel heads and you know were whatever, I think we will then see things begin to change
2: yeah yeah that that that's that's so true you know j d when when you see things like this, when when you see, you know, what are a direct attack on – I mean, you know, yes, this is an African culture, so this is kind of personal, personal to those of us of, of African descent. But, you know, when you see these kinds of um, misrepresentations of history, I mean, even if you look at, uh, you know, states like Texas who are trying to rewrite textbooks to – to make the slave trade seem that it was just an economic venture, you know. When you when you look at lo- what they're trying to do, you know, why, How do you how do you feel about it? I mean, what you know what 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 do you feel when you see something like this? Um, and you know, and, and what do you, what would you want people to, to know and to to do differently?
0: Well, I think it was uh,
1: Geek Soul Brother on the last uh, podcast on his Geek Soul Brother podcast that it's easier for people to believe aliens created the pyramids and the Mayan temples than it is the culture that was there. And to me, that is so true because nobody ever believes the Mayans or the Egyptians actually created the. You know, it had to be aliens. Somebody else had to come in taking, dancing.
0: Yeah, well, evidently, well,
2: evidently Ben Carson said that Joseph built the pyramids, but I let me—I'm not wearing my political hat tonight, so uh, that's for another <laughs> podcast. But, but what, I,
1: what I'm saying is that you know, it's it's easier for Hollywood to believe that the mainstream are okay with white actors doing black parts than it is black actors doing black parts. And I believe yeah. if they actually try to film you know, with uh, actors of color. And I'm not talking all colors. Uh, I don't care if they use uh, black, Hispanic, Lebanese, whatever. You know, I want color in it. Right. I don't care if they're, you know, cocoa color, dark chocolate, whatever. I want to <laughs> color in You know, I want to see a representation of the Egyptians, the real Egyptians. So actually get some Egyptian actors. That would be nice. But
0: if you see,
3: See, that's the problem that to to, to a lot of people, to America and to Europe and stuff, to a lot of people, a lot of white people, when you say real Egyptians, they're not looking at the people that are there today. Which 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 migrated from Arabia from from the Middle East uh
0: yeah.
3: back in like you know between three and four hundred A.D. Um, they're not looking at those people and saying oh those are real Egyptians they they they're not looking at the Ethiopians they're not looking at the Sudanese they're not looking That's at the uh you, you, you know anybody in that area saying those are real Egyptians they're thinking real Egyptians were Pre-Greek, you know, like they were—they are were the people just before the Greeks, and you know they invented math and they, you know, brought math to the Greeks and stuff like that. So of course they were white, because white people use math, you know, and that—and—and and that's a problem. And it's a shame, JD, just not to cut you off, but just like you say, it'd be nice because this is a story in a world. In an area of the world where there's people of color, yeah, you know, and that's what you want to see. If I, if, if, if just like Bob Rod said, if we did a story in China, right? We got Marco Polo on Netflix. There, there, there's not a whole lot of white people in that show. There's a lot, there's a lot of Asian people in that show, you know. Well,
1: remember so, when they did um, when they did uh, that? That Japanese film they used a lot of Chinese actors, oh, my goodness, what the concubine one.
3: Oh, uh yeah but i i i didn't I don't remember that they used uh they
0: used a lot of chinese, chinese
3: actors
1: they used female Chinese actors instead yeah. of Japanese actresses
0: of course they and
1: and the, and the and the Japanese went wild over it. yeah they yeah. they refused to go see the film. They were horrified. They were just bent over backwards because the Chinese were depicting Japanese actors right, and the Japanese culture. And they were horrified. And You're they put such a stink about it. And I'm sorry, I'm not remember the name of the film at the moment. I'll look it up. But it's that kind of mentality that we sometimes have to get is we should be horrified that they don't understand that there is a cultural difference. You know, it, everybody that has dark skin is not from the same place. You know, just be, just because you're black from Africa it doesn't mean you're the same black from South America, the same black from Arabia. Like it, it, you have the dark skin, but you're a different culture.
0: Right. Yes.
1: You know, That's... you have to understand that there are different cultures.
0: I, think, I, think, I think
4: they use Egypt. You ever notice you never see stories about Songhai, Mali, yeah, uh of the other African kings? I mean, um, um, Magam, uh, I forget his name. The richest man in history was a black man. I'm a, I,
3: I, I know it's like Mansa Musa. I think Mansa Musa. Mansa Musa.
0: That was a Mansa
4: Musa. That would be an excellent movie. But you know when yeah. you
3: go below
4: the nile cataracts and what have you i mean you you have to make those stories black but no one's going to touch that the last nobody's
3: t- nobody's, touching the nobody's touching the moors nobody's touching the moors that took over right. lower lower europe for like 700 years
2: yeah the
4: last show that touched that came out 30 years ago the Shark of zulu mini series that came out of the uk yeah that that basically you, you saw you saw black tribalism or black um um uh, black tribalism black
0: kingdoms what have you yeah. egypt
4: yeah. they can fudge they can fudge it and you know it's this long ago thing that most people are not going to do too much digging into anyway they just you know people with a tan who wore these triangle headpieces, you know and they look like Elizabeth Taylor.
0: Mm, and yeah. you think the
4: lines, I mean, just <laughs> start reading. But how do you counteract that? that that's the thing. I mean, you, you got to put, do you. okay, we're going to say we don't want to see that. So if they're going to, if Hollywood's going to say, well, we're going to keep pushing it, then at the end of the day, we're going to have to present our own content. I know I'm talking in the abstract because it takes a lot of money to do that. So why do we keep playing this game? Right. I mean, like we said earlier, they're they trying to rewrite, not trying, they are rewriting history
2: books. Yes. And the
4: third part, people are believing that
2: bull bleep. Yep.
4: So okay. how
5: do you counteract that? Go ahead, think part, Clint. I think part of the problem is it's going back into the 30s and 40s and 50s, and 60s, is people who go into acting, who study film and study directors, they learn about Orson Welles. Orson Welles tried his best to be as authentic racially, et cetera, and not stereotype people. And he had a whole, at one point he was blackballed by by, uh, Hollywood. You had to go down to Brazil to make stuff and stuff that would come up and Hollywood just go along and edit and change things. And they they see that what, is hap- what happened to him, they hear about what happened to him, and it sticks in the head. And they're too afraid to say, you know, we're going to uh, be authentic about this. You know, you know they're, they're afraid that they're going to get, uh, you know, pu- pushed aside. Yes, there there are time there are some who do manage to get things through, but through our, in some cases, we look to you know, some of the characters, who, in a way, are the old stereotyped stuff from before. We're still being stereotyped in certain ways in the black community on television, the Asian community, what in our uh, entertainment. You no, know, and you know, I think part of it is because you know of people like Orson who tried to do stuff, but you know, had to battle Hollywood. Right. So far, right.
2: Uh, I want to read uh, one of our one of our listeners who's online with us, B. Smith, made a good point. um, and he he said, um, and totally they totally ignored the Nubians who were definitely back and had a destiny period. You know, there are all these different elements from history um, that are out there. And you know, Bison may ask the question, well, how do you combat that? I mean, you're right. I mean, how do you 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 basically have you know somebody standing on top of a mountain with a million watt megaphone? basically, you know, reading history as they want to write it. And how do we do that? And I think that that's why, it's that exact reason why we have to, we have to continue to bring a voice to this. We have to be, um, you know, speak out on it. Because if we don't, who will? You know, we can't just sit around and wait for someone else to, to, to do it. You know, we have to be the change that we want to see. So the only way that we're going to be able to to counteract this big mega media machine is to be loud and to be consistent and that when we do it, we have to call them on it. And we have to continue to educate our own community about it. It does go down into the household. It does go down into the neighborhood, into the community concept. You know, um, you know there's so much that can be gained by working together and self-education, uh, you know, it, uh, just a level of accountability. I, w- I was talking with somebody earlier today, and there was a story about um, a teenage child. uh who was, a, who was a black student in a high school, and there was a resource officer. as a black resource officer came in. Then t- the student actually stood up and wanted to go and actually fight the officer. And, you know, the officer showed great restraint. You know, and, and did he still get suspended for, for getting into the location with a student? Yes. But then the question is, what situation has occurred within this child's life that, you know, where's the respect? If you're acting out, you know, our teachers are under attack. We're seeing this all the time, and actually some of our teachers are doing the attacking too. Um, but, you know, we, there's, there, there's a lot broken within the community. And we have got to educate each other, and we have to continue to fight, and we have to continue to talk, and we have to continue to be vigilant that this is our history. These are our people. You know, we can't give up on, 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 on any of you all. Um, you know, and that's one of the reasons why, you know, I, I've, I've thrown it out there uh, to some of my fellow podcasters, you know, I'm I'm wanting to organize a week where we all spend a portion of our show talking about this Guys and Kings piece, and, you know, everyone's allowed to have their opinion on it, but I think that when it comes down to it, I think everyone is a little upset, you know, just to the degree where there you go stealing my history again. I'm sick of it personally, you know, and I'm going to continue to be loud about it. I'm going to continue to be angry about it because – it's my history, and it's the history of, of my children, and if they steal it, what will they have to root themselves in? You know? W- we... that something. Yeah, sure, go ahead.
4: I, I, I'm looking online, and it says this film comes out in February of next year. Um, So, I, I think they kind of slid it under the radar. Oh, yeah. They didn't do it at the, you know, they didn't make the cons, the conventions, or what have you. And I agree with everything you say, but we're going to have to, as a people, not only do the online thing, we're going to have to show our faces when these producers show up.
0: Mm-hmm. So
4: if they had Comic-Con, New York Comic-Con, having whatever, maybe we will have to start getting bold and brash and in their face and say, hey, look, this is not right, this is not correct, and you need to make some changes. Yeah, I think, I mean, you guys... And some other people who listen to us have had dealings with media and what have you. We're not in the room when yeah. these, these decisions are made. So, and that's a whole other discussion. But we don't have to find. We do have to find ways to get into the room where the decision make when decisions are made and saying, listen, this is incorrect. You need to start adding some. Corrections to how you cast these things until that's done. We just gonna be waiting for the next movie. I guarantee you, we gonna have this discussion next summer, and the summer after that, because they will keep churning this stuff
2: out. Right, which is which is why we we've, we've got. You're right. We've got to continue to get in their faces, and and you know, and it doesn't. And I mean, honestly, it, it, if it was me. Get in somebody's face about it, like, look, you know, I will try to have a civil conversation <laughs> as much as I possibly can. Uh, I know sometimes people get a little bit intimidated by my size, but and I, and I talk with a little bit of passion. So, but you're right, and we and we have to continue to do that. And you know, and and I'll say this, and we'll get ready to close. You know, we've got to continue to love each other, folks. You know, I I I'm so thankful. You know, I've been I've been. Uh, kind of a protege of Soul Brother for a long time, uh, I have such a deep respect for him and for Bison. Uh, you know, because uh, we've had a lot of interactions over the years. Um, I'm always amazed at what Saint Clinton does uh, with his feed and just bringing so much out to bear. Uh, and, and JD's drive to just support all of us. You know, I, I see the love in is this, in this community, and we just have to continue to extend that outside. Um, and we and we have to continue to work together, and we have to continue to unify because we uh, we can make a change if we get if we have each other's backs and we and we work together and we and we make a difference. So um,
3: I, I, to to that point, Bob Rob, and to what you guys were saying about getting in Hollywood's faces, I I do believe that, but I also I also don't want to see us waste energy. Yeah, you know. And 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 use up a lot of our energy fighting these battles that uh, that 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 bison basically said. White Hollywood is going to make movies about you know about white Hollywood, and it's like yeah, we definitely should call it out. But I really would love to see us time um, kind to of call it out and then move on and go back to our our march towards our our self-sustained media you know yes. and yeah. create these stories that just like you guys said everybody wants to own Egypt black people like every time this this ticks me off a little bit every time i see like a black comic come out or some 80% of the time is something referencing egypt and i'm like there's so much more to africa there's so much more to our world history our ancient world history than egypt so that we ourselves Sometimes fall victim into the lure, into the allure of owning Egypt, right? Which we well yeah. should because it was, you know, it was a black nation, predominantly black nation, all black nation in the beginning. But there, there's so much, right? So I don't want to see us waste. I want to see us really just co- coalesce all that positive energy into creating. You know things like this, right? Things like you doing the podcast and and us just talking and you know just kind of getting each other charged up so that we could pour our energy and our our, our resources into creating what we want to create, create
2: a world that we want to create. You know,
3: that's what I'm looking forward to.
2: Yeah, and and, and you're absolutely right, so well. You're absolutely right. I mean, you, you we've got to pick and choose our battles. We have to be smart about the battles that that we choose to fight. This is one I choose to fight. If I'm fighting it alone, damn it, <laughs> I will be out there. I mean, I, I was I, I fought the battle against Motorola and Verizon. I won that one on my own. <laughs> so, well, technically, I didn't win, but you know. But you're, you're you're absolutely right. Yeah, we've got to pick and choose our battles, and and we've got to continue to push our own stuff and support our own product. You know, that way we can move forward. So I'm going to just do roundtable final thoughts before we close out. <laughs> so brother said his point and his phone crashed hopefully he joins us for closing remarks. Um, I'll start with uh, Bison. Uh, final thoughts, brother, right before we close out?
4: I think this was a great show, and I'm I going to defer to J.D. so she can have at my time to kind of – so she can have more time to uh, close out.
2: Thank you. Yeah, i was going to J.D. next. J.D., final thoughts for you. Oh, my goodness. Uh, my final
0: thoughts is, one,
1: this was a great show. I, I'm always glad that we are able to uh, engage in such a intelligent and culturally diverse discussion on so many things. Uh, I'm so happy that we, we try to come up with new ideas instead of just hammering at the old ones and saying, we should be doing this. No, we are doing it. And we want everybody else to join us to do it with us. So, yeah. I'm happy, happy, happy puppy here.
2: Well, thank, well, thank you, happy
0: puppy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, I appreciate you, uh, and I really appreciate Saint Clint for jumping on the call today, brother. I, I, I said when I started this venture, I, I wanted to have you on. I'm so, you know, so appreciative of you making time to to join the show. Uh, final thoughts for you today?
5: I, I really enjoyed today's show. Enjoyed talking with all of y'all, and uh, I think what. What's really nice about this whole thing is that at least with these two, with these shows that have been done so far, we haven't had, we haven't gotten into shouting. People haven't gotten in the matches. It's been kept clean. Um, I don't think I've heard a swear word in either show. You know, and and we're having, we want to have a conversation, and you know, it, it's it's been fun. And I hope we do it again soon.
2: Yeah, uh, would you would you please shout out your contact information? Let people know what you do uh, because you you bring a lot to the to the atmosphere, brother. And, and please tell people about what you do and how they can follow you.
5: All right, uh, I do I do a, a podcast called "For the Love of Poetry and Spoken Word." I start over on Spreaker, even though I do the mixing and uh, recording of it over on uh Mixler.com Uh you can find me most of the time over on Twitter, sometimes on Plurk uh under Saint underscore uh, Clinton. Uh you can find me on Facebook and a number of other places on the internet. I've been on Internet since actually it was wasn't even called the internet then. It it's been used <laughs> since <laughs> since nineteen seventy four. <1974.
0: laughs>
5: you know, and you know I, I've I've since watched watched this thing grow and you know, I'm, I'm happy to, for the most part happy to see what has become of it and you know, I'm, I'm waiting on the next show can't come soon enough for me.
2: Well, thank you, brother. I appreciate you being here. And let me just shout out real quick if you want guys want to follow JD, you can get her at Aaliyah underscore she. That's A L. I-A underscore S-H-I. And if you want to follow uh, Bison, you can follow him at Bison for Life, Bison the number four, and Life on Twitter. Last but not least, uh Geeks Old Brother, final comments, and uh, shout out uh, your info so uh, folks can uh, check out your podcast too.
3: Yeah, de- definitely hit me up, com, Twitter, same thing, Facebook, uh, G+, YouTube, YouTube, I gotta get back. I keep saying it, but <laughs> one day. Um. Uh. Yeah. Fi- final thoughts. I'm just enjoying the show, man. I'm enjoying, like St. Clinton said, some mature conversation. Really good, really deep. Uh. Uh. uh content here, and I really look forward to. Uh, even if I'm not on every show, I-, I look forward to every show and and seeing what what the brothers and sisters. Are gonna uh, just come forth with, but. Um, yeah, I really appreciate it, man. And and like what we were saying, man, just brothers and sisters out there anybody, right? Study history, man. Just, just oh, yeah. study history, not just like who invented this or who, but but study like world cultures and see what our people, right? See what black people did, see what other people did in the world so that we could all be inclusive. You know, we all we could all get the the real picture. But uh yeah, man, I enjoy I enjoy show, Bob Rob I really enjoy. It. I'm glad St. Clinton, man. It's always good to hear your voice, man. I, I, that deep voice, brother. You keep bringing it?
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh and Bison, yeah. all you guys. It's just great to hear you
2: guys again every time. Yeah, we'll we'll be back for more. I'm gonna I'm gonna I know what Bison would tell me. So I'm definitely not gonna do a show on Thanksgiving weekend. I I think I learned from Halloween. So. <laughs> oh yeah,
0: uh, so, uh, yeah,
2: most likely.
3: Sorry. Oh, one more, one more thing. I'm sorry. Saturday Night Sci-Fi, Bob Robb, Remember when we did our special show on uh, uh, adult animation?
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah. Well, the the creme de la creme is we got it feature tonight heavy metal.
0: Uh, oh,
3: to- oh
2: you doing? Oh man. Yeah, heavy
3: metal. 10 p.m. Eastern. Tune in on Twitter. It's showing on uh, Crackle.com for free, so everybody can see it. Um, yeah, just check it out.
2: It, you, yeah, we're going. We're going to go there. Man, I I would, but the kids are still up floating around. Actually. Yeah, that's no
3: good. Yeah, that's, no that's good. not going to work. <laughs> All right, the I,
2: way I can sneak and watch that one. Ooh, man.
0: <laughs> yo,
3: that, yo, yo, the first installment, man, I was like, oh, shoot, I forgot they got busy.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> I,
2: <laughs> I did. You know, thanks so much. I really appreciate you all. Um, my name is Big Baba Rob. I am at Big Baba Rob on Twitter. I'm also on Tumblr. I'm all over the place. I am also the host of The Black Geeks. We're on Sundays at 10.30 p.m. We do a roundtable discussion. But uh, there is a chance that we could be going back to blog talk. Uh, our, our Dark Econius has hatched another, ama- uh, 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 I don't even call it amazing plan. In his head, all his plans are amazing
0: so uh
2: we're, you know but it's it's a really interesting plan, and so uh we we may be going back to blog talk um and and stepping away from no, we won't be stepping away from YouTube, we'll probably be doing both shows, so
0: I hope not, I hope <laughs> not
3: because King says dancing
2: is hilarious I hope that look that last show i didn't even I couldn't even watch it. It's amazing what happens when I step away from the show <laughs> it goes down so so fast, I popped in. Check on it, and they were and they were talking about watching porn for the people. I'm like, Oh
0: God, what in the
2: world is going I go
0: there, got
2: <laughs> yeah, that's my brother, so yeah, you can definitely follow me uh on Facebook uh no, no, you can't follow me, actually, you could follow me on Facebook, I think anyway, uh but yeah, follow me on Twitter because that's where I'm most active and and time I'm definitely active there. Thank you guys so much, please subscribe to the Twitter feed uh geekin for you get over forty. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the feed if you're listening, because uh, all announcements for shows will be coming out through the Twitter feed. So, really appreciate it. Thank you all so much for the love. Thank you to everyone who can made time to be here tonight. You, you all are what make this show. Your depth, your energy, uh, your experience. You all make this show. So, uh, thank you all so much. I'm deeply appreciative uh, to all my listeners out there. Hit us up on Twitter. And uh, and I hope you're enjoying the SoundCloud feed. I'm doing really good about posting every uh, show up there. So thank you all very much. Uh, for those who are on the line, I'm just going to stop recording. You can hang around for a minute. Uh, for everyone else, this is the end of the show. Thank you. Bye.
1: With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.